Hey, I'm JR. And I'm Mike from the 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast. Welcome to season two of the podcast, where we'll continue exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world and beer. And Lots beer. of beer. Lots of beer, JR. The 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast is brought to you by growablemedia.ca. Nothing cripples a business like a lack of leads and sales, especially during the pandemic. I don't need to tell you, COVID-19 has been one of the biggest economic hiccups we've ever encountered, yet smart businesses are still surviving and thriving. If you need more clients, Growable Media is for you. More specifically, if you'd like to know exactly how to get 5, 10, 30, even 50 plus high value dream clients every month with predictability and consistency. Sounds pretty fucking great, doesn't it? Globalmedia.ca is for you. Just checking out the website, you'll find a free COVID-19 marketing playbook and a free report on how to double or even triple your sales in the next 90 days, even during COVID. It's fucking phenomenal. Better yet, you can test drive their services for free. You don't have to pay them a dime until you get those coins tickling the bottom of your jean pocket. They don't get paid until you get paid. Now, they're not cheap, but they get shit done. They're not some company that'll give you 30 shitty leads for a thousand bucks or something like that, and they go take your money and disappear overnight. Globalmedia.ca is a Winnipeg born and raised. Check them out today and grab the free playbook and the report, globalmedia.ca. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. You suck, you duckass. Welcome to 18 Over Par with Mike and JR. I'm JR, he's Mike, and today we're kicking off season two, so we're joined by each other. That's right. You'll get to know the hosts a bit more and relive some of our favorite and forgotten moments of season one. Uh, as well, we'll dive into how we got started in the game of golf, some of our favorite guests and memories from season one. Of course, we'll chat about beer and uh, maybe a few other things and preview the upcoming season. All right, so we are back at it again with the 18 over par with Mike and JR podcast. And want to give a, a nice little shout out to the Nick and Nikki group of DQs. You can follow them at DQ Manitoba on Instagram. I ended up getting a cake for my daughter's birthday. It was an eight inch custom cake. It's how to train your dragon. But happy birthday to my daughter. It was, uh, it was wonderful. And they even gave me a discount. Yeah. So kudos uh, to the Nick and Nikki group of DQs and kudos to you for doing this while your water pipes are frozen. Yeah, it's cold out there. It's been cold out for months and months. And finally, the city's water uh, pipes have frozen. So we currently have no water in the house, but we still have uh, internet, which allows us to uh, record this right now. (laughs) So the internet is not frozen. (laughs) For now, you see that nice, long, blue Ethernet cable coming from your router. (laughs) (laughs) You can see that, can you? Well, it's, yeah. Well, do what we can here. Landlines only. Wi-Fi. Right. Uh, yeah. Lead paint doesn't. Fax us at 204. 
<laughs> the fax lines are open. Yeah. Well, uh, well, seeing as this is a golf podcast, although we do uh, dive into a few other things, uh, we decided to interview each other this time because we've had a lot of people come on the show who it was really our first time chatting with them. And they had some questions for us. We're like, hey, people probably don't know exactly who we are. First off, thanks for listening. You know, not just our parents and friends who know us, but random strangers who sometimes come up to us and say, hey, I found your golf ball mm-hmm. on my windshield. Right. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> or random people that come to our, our live events. For that too. Shout, out, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Brett. Yeah, big big shout out to Brett. Hope uh, hope you're listening there, bud. And we'll, and we'll chat and maybe uh, play some golf uh, later this year if the snow ever melts. Uh, but Mike, let's start with you. How did you get into the game of golf? That's a great question. Yeah. We've, we've, we've never really gotten into it. No, this, I don't have think we? we have. Yeah. And I don't really know. Oh, I don't know if I know either, but, uh, yeah, I think, you know, started off playing hockey as a kid and all, a lot of my friends were golfing at the time. A lot of the, uh, people I played hockey with were, were playing golf in the, in the summer. So, um, I think I started the first time I went golfing was at Pinawa when mm. it was with my uncle. I think I was under 10 years old or something. All I remember is teeing up the ball in the fairway and, uh, and Classic. just hitting every shot off a tee, which was, <laughs> which was super easy. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. that's not the reality of the game. And then uh, from there I did get a, um, a membership at a Cinnaboyne golf course. Um, I think it was only a one year thing, but uh, none of my friends at the time was really golfing and I wasn't very good at golf. So I think I was a little uh, embarrassed to go golfing with them. So I just started golfing with my, my mom and dad, which was kind of fun. And then I finally got a little bit better and then uh, regularly was beating my dad. He wasn't a golfer. He pretty well, started golfing when I golf. He's a drinker he was, more than a golfer. Not even that. But he he just hated losing golf balls, and he would <laughs> he would spend ten minutes finding a, trying to find a golf ball because he's a he's a frugal guy. But uh, <laughs> so I'm yeah, sure he'll appreciate you saying that. Started young, and then uh, got into a, a golf camp through the city of Winnipeg. Shout out to them for having good recreation services, not so much water services, <laughs> uh, but uh, at Crescent Drive. And so it was a mm. week long uh, summer camp and you'd go in the morning and uh, they they do training and lessons or whatever, teach you how to putt, teach you how to chip. And then you play nine holes in the afternoon. So that was, that was fun. And so that kind of got me my start in the game. Didn't play for, you know, didn't play a lot of golf growing up. And then after high school, you know, it became a lot more popular once you're allowed to have a few pops and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I, and the, my friends at the time didn't re- had never really golf. So I kind of had a head start on them, my, uh, my close, close friends. So they kind of got into it. So I was better than them. That made it fun. And then, uh, <laughs> kind of reconvened with you and some of the other guys and, you guys were a lot better at golf than I was. So uh, then I've, I've slowly tried to get better since then. And I'm still chasing that dream to get under a, a 15 handicap. <laughs> and working on it, trying to work on it. No, I'm not at all. <laughs> really. Just spending, not, the mo- spending the money. Yeah. And uh, well, this off season, I didn't spend too much money mm-hmm. on uh, any, any new tools. So that's good. 
Well, it, it might happen coming up because uh, this upcoming season, we got some reps, some manufacturer reps uh, lined yes. up. So uh, they'll be on the yeah. show. So maybe talk to them about some of the, some of the new gear. Uh, and we'll also be talking to some some average Joes as well, maybe a few surprises in there. Uh, and hopefully we'll actually get to go out and golf some more because that, that was that was one of my takeaways from last season was uh, it was a hell of a lot of fun doing the podcast, but I really would have liked to got out and golf more. Mm-hmm. And, so and I was the opposite because yeah. I got to golf more than ever, right. <laughs> which is, only, I think it was, uh, what, 35 rounds, we'll call it. But that's that's the most I've ever golfed in a, in a season. So yeah, that's incredible. I was I was happy. And how are you? How are you happy with the the, the Golf Canada app? <laughs> it's uh, it is what it is. You know, I, I like it. Uh, why do I why do I like the Golf Canada app? I don't know. I did like the end of the year year in review, and they had right. some some things. I don't even know what they. I guess it was like your best score. How many birdies you got mm-hmm. in the year? Uh, it, and mine didn't, mine actually didn't give me that stat. So, <laughs> but I, I did see other people posting it, but, uh, that was good. It is what it is. You got to pay for it, but, um, there might be better apps out there. Maybe it's something we'll, we can review this season, see yeah. what the different golf apps are. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, I, you know, JR, I wanted to ask you the same thing. How, how did you get your start in the game of golf? Well, it's it, kind of similar to you in a, in a sense, and, and also a shout out to Crescent Drive. I know a lot of people may not have played it, but that is a great golf course to start at. Mm-hmm. It's, it's perfect for that. And, you know, it's got this nice little nook there in what, just off Pemina Highway. Yeah. Well, I guess that's Wildwood, maybe. Is that what it is? Yeah. Thermaea. Sure. Yep. Thermaea. Yeah. Big, big, big supporter of the show. Uh, Thermaea, but you know, they, they don't want to, you know, you don't really want to lose that green space, tear it down and put in houses when you think of, you know, it's a great place to start, uh, start the game of golf. And I got my start, uh, actually going around the golf course. My grandfather, he used to play in the seniors that would go out, uh, for nine holes or 18 holes at John Bloomberg or as nice. John Blumberg, as you would like to call it, uh, which, Blumberger. yeah, which has been saved this past year because it was going to get dismantled for some housing. Uh, yeah, but it looks like, good. uh, it's got a, another breath of fresh air and it'll continue on. And that's where I got my start. So I was wheeling around with my grandpa, I think it was eight or, or nine at the time. And then he ended up getting golf clubs from uh, Dale Osipanko, who was a pro at Assiniboine. And th- my parents got me into a league at Tuxedo. So I played there for a bit. I picked up the game pretty pretty fast and there were some good clinics that that went through it and then eventually Assiniboine was closer and so my parents got me a membership and that was my babysitter I would just spend time at the golf course and a lot of my friends uh, at the time uh, I did like you played hockey and so in the summer needed something to do because baseball wasn't really my forte I had a, a baseball injury at a young age so I, I didn't oh, want to get wow. back out there and uh, play again I had a bit of the, the yips for baseball I couldn't feel the feel the grounder at shortstop anymore um so uh, i figured I would, I would stick with golf yeah. and you had tommy john surgery at the age of 12 <laughs> yeah, yeah i was i was the first i was the youngest person ever to have tommy john surgery <laughs> the recovery at that time was about five years so i decided to to hang up my cleats and, uh, and not throw out those flamethrowers uh, anymore um but yeah that's that's how i got in got into the game is largely from my my grandfather and then my parents dropping me off at a Cinnaboyne and then eventually got a job at a Cinnaboyne because I was around there so much. Just like, kid, you might as well work here because you're here anyways. Let's pay you for it. So I said, sure. My parents signed off on it. And that was that. And so I was a member wow. there for about ooh, a decade working and, and being a junior member. And then I 
left the province. He did, <laughs> and, oh. and I didn't. And I didn't golf as much until I <laughs> until I came back uh, came back here. It's too expensive to golf in other provinces. It seems like it, yeah. <laughs> Especially uh, in in Ontario, um, but no, I was in I was in Halifax, and I jumped over to to Calgary, and yeah, it's a good time. That's that's a great story. Yeah, that's that that that's that's all I got, and and now I, I wish I would be able to get out more. Um, but uh, I've I've chosen to do a few other things, and hopefully this this will be the year because I have been working on the game. Speaking of which, uh, one of our past guests, uh, Colwyn Colwyn Abgrall, I've been working with him, and uh, I know hopefully maybe a, a future guest of ours, Scoops, John Hillary, Johnny he, Scoops. Yeah, he's been putting in the work with Colwyn as well. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that because uh, you know I've always been. Uh, a little bit better than Johnny, but now he's going to be coming into this new season hot. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll whenever, see. whenever it starts, I really hope we. Because uh, wasn't it last year? Was it around March that you got out there? Wasn't one of the was, first or uh, second days of the year that were we yeah. out there with scoops and skiing yeah. or who was all with you there? Skiing for that and first Walker. Time? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, March. I want to say like 20th or something. Mm-hmm. It was the second day the courses had opened. Wow. Southside had opened on like right. the, the Friday, I think Bloomberg did too. And then this was the Saturday. And uh, and it was, there was still snow on the ground in some places. But yeah, it was great to get out. And uh, they had a hot dog cart out there, which made my day. <laughs> Some pork missiles. <laughs> Some pork missiles made the day a lot. I think I had two pairs of long johns on. <laughs> and yeah, and we had to walk it too. Uh, there's no carts, I don't think. <laughs> First world problems. But I don't think we'll have that uh, luxury this year. Yeah, no. Considering, yeah, frozen pipes uh, at the end of February here and it still looks like there's going to be a, a ways to go until uh until we start seeing some grass out there and uh, another one of our guests uh from season one sean major golf uh, super superintendent and he was showing i guess there's some issues with ice on the greens i didn't know that i guess just from the layers and some of it melts mm-hmm. and then freezes on top of the greens and that can cause some yeah. serious issues so hopefully w- when we do get a golf season that it'll actually be uh be okay out there but uh, we, we have some of the, yeah. the greatest superintendents they have to deal with some shit that no other superintendents have to deal with around the world um so kudos to uh to both him and we also had uh the saint charles super on as well uh brayden gilbert so uh, we really appreciate what those guys do and their entire crews do to you know get the golf courses to to where they are because we do have a relatively short season here well not relatively we do have a short golf season here and, and the work that uh, those guys and gals put in there on the, on the greens, the fairways, the tee boxes, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's mm-hmm. incredible. So uh, thanks again. Yeah, it was great talking to those guys and, and listening to the science and uh, you know, the amount of work that they put into, to keep the golf course uh, in pristine condition with all these different variables that they're fighting. Uh, so check out those episodes from season one. Cause, cause that was pretty cool stuff to hear. Yeah. And got uh, some decent feedback uh, as well on those. Cause a lot of people don't hear those stories. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes superintendents are like the trolls under the bridge. You never really see them. You know, they're there. Yeah. You just never just see them lurking in the showers. <laughs> lurking in the showers. <laughs> Uh, thank you for bringing that up. I forgot about that until now. So appreciate, appreciate that. Uh, you, you actually, you brought up Walker cause he was one of the guys you golfed with, uh, there at John Bloomberg last year. And we had him on as our special PGA tour 
correspondent. And the amount of feedback that we got just for his episodes, like I, I thought we were good. But AWOK, Walker Winnipeg now on Twitter. Great follow on Twitter, Walker Winnipeg. He got some really good feedback. Just people like, holy shit, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I mean, maybe he got lucky, but (laughs) either way. Even sports reporters. He obviously had all the data down and and he he just rambled it off his his head. So he was good. He just kind of, we threw him in the fire and, Mm -hmm. uh, and he burned or he didn't. I don't know, whatever's better. (laughs) But uh, he actually hit on the uh, waste management open uh, the other week. Really? Uh, What's his name? I'm getting my pronunciation of his name isn't great uh joaquin help me out here <laughs> well, <No. laughs> he's from what was it who's like chile or colombia yeah. something like that yeah. i remember seeing a, a a bunch of the uh we call ourselves a the golf flags afterwards. Podcast. we're a local golf podcast that's what we are local golf we didn't go down there but funny enough we both have played tbc scottsdale we did we mm-hmm. have mm-hmm didn't play well, but we uh, we we at least played it. Well, that's that's huge for him, and we're going to have him back on again uh, for season two if he wants to come back on. If he's not uh, too too big for us now, um, but we'll get him back on, and uh, maybe Belly Ryan Belly Andrew, another past guest from season one, and he also likes to put, sprinkle a little cash on the golf and footballs and other things. And I know Belly, he was a huge Detroit Lions fan, and Stafford went from the Lions to the Rams. Of course, the Rams won the Super Bowl, so uh, him and his family, they were elated uh, being lifelong Lions fans and really, I guess, lifelong Stafford fans, but uh, mm-hmm. it was it was pretty cool to see for them. I'm sure he didn't put money on them, uh, and I'm sure he regrets that, but uh, either way, did you uh, figure out your Google search there? Yeah, Scotty Scheffler won the, uh, won the waste management, I'm sure, and then it was Joaquin, Joaquin Neiman wins the Genesis invitation. Oh, so Genesis. That was, right, right, right. So that's what the one he hit on. And, uh, right. Cause uh, Scotty won in a playoff, I think at waste management. Yeah. So, but he's, yeah. So he's, he's been revved up since the, the PGA tour has started up again. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's been, uh, eager, I'm sure to get back on the pod and, and talk golf. Yeah. And maybe we'll actually get him a, as a full fledged episode too, to, to ask some of the questions we, we usually ask some of the other guests, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe he'll be joining the Saudi league as a, as an analyst. I don't know. I don't know what he might be up to. <laughs> just, him, just him and Phil. Him and Phil. And uh... Greg Norman, I guess running the show. I don't know. Right. I, don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't want to say too much because I enjoy living my life and I don't want to be hurt. Um, but, uh, moving on from, from that, uh, another question we kind of got a lot too, is why we both, uh, you and I started this podcast and seeing as we were golfers. And I think we mentioned this once before, uh, because Noel Nago from season one, he, he asked this question. Also, he has a funny story about how he gets free parking downtown or did get free parking downtown. Uh, yeah. So you can check out the, uh, the Noel Nago episode from, from season one. <laughs> to, running, to find for that public, running for public <laughs> office, uh, the legislative <laughs> assembly, just so he could get free parking downtown. That was, that was amazing. Yeah. And he, uh, he did have the good question of kind of why, how you know we got together and and did this, but uh, we hosted our high school fashion show together, and so that was our that was our start. And then since then we've been highly sought after hosts, and so we just decided to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. And we both like to golf, 
and it just kind of blossomed in this. And now you I know like you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're trying to work on some merch as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It'd be good to get some hats and tees. Um, maybe some, some keychains. Yeah. People fax us your orders. Fa- fax us your pre-orders and we'll get everything ready for you. Maybe, uh, maybe a keychain with like a light on it. I think that could be nice <laughs> if we're ever playing some glow golf. <laughs> or the, the, what is it? The, uh, the, the tournament packages that you get, the tournament swag bags yeah. uh, that, that you get, uh, and, oh, uh, you know, 18 over par, big sponsor of the, uh, goats beer league hockey goats, team tournament. I'm, hockey. I'm assuming that that's going to be up yeah. and running again this year, that tourney. Goats day out. I think, uh, our friend uh, Andrew Bway, he's he's got some balls ordered from Vice uh, with mm. the Goats logo on it, and a few other things for prizes. So that would be probably an early uh, early summer event. So uh, we'll stay tuned for that, and it's an open event. So uh, we'll certainly let everyone know when when that's going on, and it'll be a blast. Yeah, and if uh, you ever want uh, Mike or I or both of us to attend your golf tournament. Well, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram or MySpace. Just hit us up in the DMs and we will give you our rider. And if you can meet what our requests are, then we'll come to your tournament. Simple as that. (laughs) Free drinks and at least three hot dogs. Three hot dogs. Front nine, back nine and after or front nine, the turn and back nine. Yeah. Yeah. Just front and back. I don't, we don't need an after hot dog. A third one for the seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, speaking of seagulls, uh, I hope to uh, be seeing Sandy. So Sandy, he was on a couple times uh, the show Sandy Curceba. He is the head pro up at Hecla. He was at Falcon for a while. Uh, I worked with him at Assiniboine. He was out west. He was down under playing the tour. And I was at the time when the Australian tour was it was a rival of the tour in the States really is, you know, it was bigger. It was bigger than the Saudi tour. (laughs) Yeah. We'll leave it at that. But uh, I'm hoping to work with him a bit and uh, hoping that we get to go up to uh, Hecla again this year for the Hecla champagne championship. It'll be the third year for that. We may be uh, opening it up a little bit uh, as well, but we, we got to chat about that internally because we do have our match team righty both mike and i versus team lefty which is uh levy and moons they were on the show a, a couple times last year where we kind of previewed the heckla champagne championship and then we did it did a post uh, thing after we won and we posted a few shots on instagram team righty won by the way mike and i won our Ryder cup style tournament up at heckla and i know a lot of people got out there and for for rounds i forget how many rounds sandy said they they had up there but usually it was maybe in the low 20,000 or so, like 18, 19, 20,000. And I think over the past couple of years, probably because of COVID and people didn't really have anywhere to go, uh, they were up around like 25,000 wow. rounds for the year. So so good for Amazing. them and, and good for him. Yeah, great resort. And uh, this year when we go up there, hopefully the full amenities will be open right. now with uh, COVID dying down and some of the restrictions opening up. We'll be able to get in that steam room. Yes. Oh, steam wouldn't that out, be nice? Uh, have a good steam in the morning. I know the big cat levy, he likes his amenities and, uh, we'll be able to dine in too. So rather <laughs> yes. than, 
on the patio or the picnic bench, which was very nice. <laughs> we had a bottle, a bottle of wine and on a picnic bench with our dinner. Didn't you say that was maybe a bit much? The, it was, the red yeah. Wine. <laughs> yeah. I had to order for everyone before the restaurant closed. And uh, I think I got two bottles of wine and a round of... Well, you were frantic. At yeah. the end of it, you're just like, I got, we got to get in here because we got to eat because it was literally yeah. on all day. We, we were 12 hours on the golf course and yeah. you're like, I think this place is closing. So then you just like a ghost disappeared, but then you ordered a bunch of stuff and it was great. We got it delivered yeah. in a little takeout bag, Yeah, had some had beers and some red wine and had a picnic and uh, it was, it was fantastic. So good call on that because I would have been hangry if not. And then the fire alarm woke us up at about 640 mm-hmm. or whatever the other morning. Yeah. Yeah, so, so somewhere around good. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't happen this year. But yeah, if you get the chance, uh, hit up Hecla, go see Sandy, tell him 18 over par sent you, and maybe he'll punch you in the face. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But uh, he's a great guy, a really good teacher of the game uh, as well. So um, and also, he's got stories. So if you're into stories, stories, yeah, whether it's hockey, whether it's golf, uh, he's great stories. life. He's, uh, he's got it all. So another, uh, another thing to check out from season one and I guess, Hmm, what else would, uh, would, would we want to get into? Uh, I know we, we talked about hockey. I was some of the other sports that we played growing up and uh, for this year, what, what is kind of your outlook? What is your goal for 2022, uh, for, for golf? Are you trying to lower your handicap? Are you just trying to have more fun with the game? That's a good question, Jordan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, uh, I certainly need to change my swing. Uh, change shout it. out. Well, not completely change it, mm-hmm. but a few, few knickknacks here and there, I think will straighten me out and, uh, get, and then, uh, improve my putting. Mm-hmm. I've heard, uh, heard good things about the, uh, perfect practice putting mat, uh, endorsed by Dustin Johnson, oh, yeah. <laughs> our friend, uh, uh, Timmy Ringland just picked Big one of the pod. And, uh, yeah, that, it sounds like, uh, he's really enjoying it. So I might pick one of those up. They're pretty pricey though. I think they're like $250. Um, uh, but if you can, uh, get more consistent within 10 feet, I think that would shave strokes from your game. Number one. But, uh, the other thing, over the winter, I won a, a lesson from Derek Goodwin through right. the uh, the Skillist app, which is pretty neat. So uh, I uh, I videoed my or my 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 better half videoed me on in November at John Bloomberg swinging on the driving range. I think you could hear was, her laughing too, which was cruel, <laughs> fair but cruel. So <laughs> so we had some some good hits from the the driver and the irons, uh, and then I sent them through the app to Derek, and then he he kind of breaks them down and lots of X's and O's and red red marker type <laughs> stuff, and then uh, and then he there was a video of him. Uh, t- you know, giving me some some things to work on, and him uh, swinging in his backyard, uh, and giving me um, yeah things to work on, different uh, ways that I should be holding my club uh, to improve my slice, I guess, so I don't slice anymore. So, um, so I looked at that video a couple times over winter, and then once before uh, I was going to golf zone golf's on whatever you guys want to call yeah. it 
And uh, then I started pulling the ball. So that's good. Hey, so progress. So I, I'm going the other way and then I just got to bring it back a little bit and uh, we'll be money. And hopefully I'll get to, hopefully I can be consistent at, you know, a 14 index. I think mm. I'd be happy there. Um, but yeah, I finished off last year. Not great. You know, I think I started really good and then. Mm. Yeah. I remember peaked, you started hot. Like, didn't you have a really. Hecla, oh, and yeah, then, so, uh, so that would have been in great June. And then I kind of <laughs> just went downhill. <laughs> you played your masters. You won the green yeah. jacket. That's all right. Yeah. Everything else is downhill from there. Except I didn't win, but, uh, oh wait. Yeah, I did. did. I was thinking of a different tournament, but yeah, I didn't win the Harambe, which right. is the, the, my green. Well, you never, you never win the Harambe though. Mm, I won the first year and then, uh, Eric Olofsson won, uh, every other year since. So yeah, I think you touched on the Harambe before, but, uh, to enlighten me again. So how exactly yeah. does, does that yeah. work and how did it come about? So started, I think, six years ago. This will be our seventh year uh, doing the Harambe, uh, the Harambe Memorial Golf Invitational. So there's, there's that's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, basically, we just wanted to start getting out to new courses uh, in the province or around the province. It's taken us down into um, Minnesota now with Brainerd there. Mm. Um, but yeah, just wanted to. So we've played. Um, 18 different courses through the tournament uh, so far. So this year we're planning, we were maybe going to go back to Brainerd, but uh, sounds like we might go to Oak Island. Never been there before. Right. Heard so good things. Probably, right? Wasn't Hustler. Uh, Hustler was mentioning that, that he was getting a lot of, a lot of feedback yeah. on how good and kind of a hidden gem uh, Oak Island, Oak Island was, uh, yeah. Hustler, yeah, another looks, guest from season one. Looks beautiful. Um, so we'll probably hit something on the way out and, uh, and then something on the way back. So looking forward to that, you know, uh, maybe hit up Portage La Prairie. I like that track or mm. maybe some of our listeners can, uh, recommend some, some courses to hit up out West towards Oak Island. Yeah, that would be uh, greatly appreciated. Just hit us up on MySpace or uh, hit the fax line, uh, 204-FAX-LINE. That's our number, 204-F-A-X-L-I-N-E. Hit us up. Yeah, let me load the paper in the fax machine first. <laughs> that nice old DSL connection. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah it's not a, not a, we can, and we can edit that sound effect after. <laughs> Uh, it's like how my four-year-old pretends to be a fire truck. So it was pretty good. Pretty good. Money. <laughs> you got, you got a career in voice acting. Uh, I want to jump back just briefly for, for with Derek Goodwin. So the skill, was it called skillet? <laughs> no, that, not the pickerel skillets that we had for breakfast every morning at Hecla. Yeah. Uh, skillist, S-K-I. L L E S T skillist app. And, uh, and all yeah, the instruction pretty... was like just directly through there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you, you know, there was like a, a message, uh, forum and, uh, yeah, you upload the videos and he uploads his videos and, and there's, there's other golf pros on there too. Oh, so, okay, cool. um, but Derek's the best, he's the best one on there. <laughs> Shout out to Derek. Thank, uh, thanks again for him joining. And he is now the head professional at Glendale. So for years, he was at St. Charles as an assistant um, or even associate professional. Uh, either way, he's at Glendale now as the 
head professional, and I believe he's still going to be coaching the Manitoba Juniors uh, on the male side. And on the female side, we're hoping to have the female coach come up at a future episode here in season two. And she also won an award this past year for Golf Canada. So we'll maybe dive into that uh, a bit with her. Uh, Super pumped to bring her on, uh, as well as a bunch of other guests that we do have lined up. Hopefully they show up after this episode because this may, episode may have been a downer for them um, as we don't have any any more exciting guests uh, for this particular one. But we really just kind of wanted to for us to talk a little bit because we have, you know, a bunch of people that we have on and they just talk for the whole thing, especially yeah. Sandy. If you listen to any of Sandy's episodes, they're two hours long. Sandy talks for one hour, 59 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Nonstop stories. Non-stop though. Stories. Very entertaining. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I remember that that first episode speaking to Sandy for for over two hours there. Yeah, and I, I had, think I have five pee breaks. Yeah, you got to pee, eight. and I had to pee so bad. But I'm like, I don't know where Mike is because <laughs> it was during the pandemic. We couldn't see anybody. Zoom wasn't working. Like we had, right. it was our first kind of kick at the can, and we was like, I don't know how to do right. this, and we just try to start. We were it just and, on the phone. Yeah, too, we were right. just over yeah. the phone. So that was kind of our our first kick of the can. So the audio quality. Uh, isn't the best, but uh, nonetheless, uh, some of the stories that you can pick up from there are, are great, and they and they certainly are funny. Uh, and I, I did want to give a shout out to as well, uh, Pete Moore. He was a, a guest of ours, and he is teaching now as well. And you you can find him on Instagram, and I think he's working with a long drive guy right now. Mm. Um, yeah, so I saw uh, saw awesome some of that. Yeah, yeah, I saw his buddy that he he's teaching coaching, uh, etc. At the golf dome, and man, that guy can he can smash. He can lift weights and yeah, he might put a few holes there in the old golf dome, but uh, nonetheless, he's also another great uh, resource to check out. And we hope to have some more of the, the teaching professionals come on this season of, uh, of the golf pod. So stay tuned for that as well. I'm going through the list of, of who we did have on last year. And I mean, I just look at some of the names and I'm kind of in awe that we were able to, uh, to get all these folks. And I did want to give a, a shout out and a mention to uh, Brent Monson, Munson, Roy Munson, I believe he is back in Manitoba and he's going to be playing on the Prairie Scratch Tour. And the oh. Prairie Scratch Tour is something that started up for really good golfers. So Mike and I will not be playing in that. Um, but he was accepted to the Prairie Scratch Tour. I believe he is back in Winnipeg now. So I, we maybe get in touch with him. Maybe 18 over par could sponsor him in the Prairie uh, Prairie Scratch Tour. But uh, we're hopefully going to have uh, Ben uh, Bandura on, who is one of the kickstarters of the Prairie Scratch Tour and yeah, we'll we'll kind of see see where that goes. But that's uh, that's a pretty exciting thing for for some I, of the good I golfers. Uh, I didn't know Roy E. Munson was back in the province. I didn't either. I was I played and, hockey uh, a few weeks ago Thursday nights. Um, some of the some of the guys like Moons and, and Levy they got some ice time uh, out at mm-hmm. at Allard, and he was there and he was talking like, yeah, he's back. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's a, a member at Glendale. And he's going to be playing in the Prairie Scratch Tour. So Did he have to alert the authorities at all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet he, he's happy because uh, he's back in Manitoba. They got good rye bread. Good that rye bread, one the, yeah. One of his stories, he was always <laughs> smuggling rye bread back to Ottawa. I think that was the impetus for him moving back. <laughs> <laughs> they shut down the the smuggling operation of rye bread. <laughs> He couldn't, he couldn't handle it anymore. So he, so he had to move back, but, uh, we, unfortunately, we didn't get the chance to, to play with him. Um, I did. You did. I oh, you did play with him. At him. In, right. Uh, on a men's night. Right. And, I was uh, one who didn't make it because of the smoke, the smoke got me and did it. Right. Anyway. You got smoked out. I did. I did get smoked out. But 
But yeah, no, he was amazing. Moon said he got like a, they, they were playing with the, uh, whatever is the six foot gimmies around the oh, holes yes, yeah. for men's night. And I th- he got it a hole in one pretty well on the, on the first hole. Um, he got it within the six feet or something. Oh my gosh. But I, I think he ended up minus something and he was an automatic putter. You know, it's just amazing. Even on those, you know, not always true greens, <laughs> but uh, love the course. Don't get me wrong, but shout out to the you, bone. You know, just from like 10 feet out, bumpity bump bump in the hole. And uh, that was, that was great to watch and he could smash the ball. So yeah, we'll have to get playing with him this summer too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we might, uh, might hear his name some more uh, for the for the Prairie Scratch Tour. And that was another cool thing. We, we talked about the Bowen a lot last year. That's being the Assiniboine Golf Club. And one of the more rewarding things I found with the show is we actually got to go out and play some new uh, courses that we never played before. So it was nice that you mentioned you might be going to check out Oak Island. And then last year we both got to play St. Charles for the very first time, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, which was nice. I got to play it a few times, uh, actually. I was That's where I played... The most golf last year was actually at St. Charles. That was like, wow. Yeah, I think I played it three or four times. Going That's from amazing. having yeah, not was... played it at all to, <laughs> <laughs> to I, I maybe played like I'm eight rounds last place. year and half of it was was at uh, was at St. Charles. So that uh, that certainly was a treat. And also Glendale, uh, Ryan Bell, Belly Handro, who mentioned uh, before on this pod, he was also a guest last year. He joined Glendale. I believe him and his wife were both at Glendale, and he brought us out and got to got to play Glendale for the first time. So that was uh, that was fun for me, anyway. Wow, that was the first time you played it. First time I ever played it. Oh. How about you? Just knocking those courses off the yeah, checking the box, checking the box. Yeah. It was sounds it was like great. a few uh, few people are moving over to the Glendale this year. Moons said he was going over yes, there. Yes, Moons, I believe, has uh, verbally committed. He put the hat on for Glendale, so uh, we'll see wow. if, if that does come to fruition. That might be might have something to do with Munson coming back as well and Munson being at at Glendale. And also, I believe Belly uh, is going to be back there uh, again too. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a great facility. Uh, James Chapman, who I believe now we were kind of discussing before we came on here, uh, he might be the general manager. I believe he's still at Glendale, but now with Derek Goodwin, he being the head professional, but uh, they got a great crew there. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully this year you'll actually get to really enjoy the, the restaurant and the stuff going on uh, in inside the club, yeah. as opposed to more, everything just being outside the club. Some more Glen, uh, Glen Loggers. Right, the Glen Logger. And then I also saw on their Instagram, they're, they're looking at making an ale. Really? Beer. Mm. Um, I'm not sure the 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 difference there, but the uh, <laughs> the ale, yeah. So maybe it's going to be called the Glendale. Uh, but uh, I think they were having a naming contest. But I don't even I don't think they could name it anything else than just the Glend Ale. Yeah, that's, but, I think that's uh, perfect. Sold. Look forward to that. Mm-hmm. And speaking of ale and and beer, we uh, do enjoy a pint every now and then. And I uh, want to do a shout out to uh, Twag, Mike Porteous at OGC, One Great City Brewing. Uh, I know we hooked up Mike with uh, with some bevies <laughs> and Mike was supposed to pass them on to the to the crew here and he didn't. Uh, but that's fine. That's yeah, fine. I mean, um, we uh, That's actually where we had our startup meeting. I was at OGC, so we got to see uh, got to see got to see Mike down there, the other Mike, and yeah, we look forward to uh, drinking some more beer this year. Yes, yeah. And, shout out to Mike, and he maybe even getting gonna, his dad on. Yeah, his dad. He's writing. His dad's writing a book about yes. golf. 
Was it, was it like Gulf Manitoba or was it just Sandy? Sandy Hook, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. The history of golf at Sandy Hook and or maybe other things. Who knows? He didn't really, <laughs> well, he didn't listen. <laughs> I just, I just wanted the cask ale, which I was told would not be good. And she was right. <laughs> but I drank it all anyways. I think it was infused with cantaloupe. Or something like that, but uh, cantaloupe, yeah, yeah. Mangoes. But I forget what you were drinking, but that was good because I had what you were having, yeah, and it was delicious. The, in, the Intrepid, the Nipa, the mm. New England IPA from uh, One Great City Brewing is is great. You know, it's almost like an orange juice with a little bit of beer in it, but uh, <laughs> it's juicy. It's good. They got lots of good beers, lots of great food at One Great City too. That's what I didn't realize. I didn't actually realize that they had a well, let alone a kitchen there, but a pretty extensive menu with some good grub. Yeah. yeah. So a good, a good spot to check out. You can tell that we're, uh, we're from the, the West end St. James boys, um, because a lot of the places that we hit up, including a Cinnaboyne <laughs> <laughs> golf course, uh, is yeah. In the West, in the West. Yeah. But I did play, you mentioned you played a lot at, uh, St. Charles mm-hmm. last year. And I played a lot at Kildonan park. Mm equally uh the <laughs> same same range of course here but um yeah that was interesting i had never played kildonan park before mm. last year and then somehow i played it four times and it was a fun little <laughs> fun little course is that the monster I, one or was there a kind of a a weird thing of the nickname because i know pete Moore. i think he called it the monster the monster because uh is it maybe hole nine you got to hit it over these train tracks and there's a big green wall there. So the monster mm. from, uh, was at Fenway park, <laughs> yeah. the baseball park, I guess that's why it's called the monster, yeah. but the pro in the shop there didn't know anything about the monster. He said he, he called it the killer because it's <laughs> killed on in park. But, uh, I actually got my low, my low round there. Uh, but we can touch on that later. Yeah, well, uh, we'll, well, we will jump into the back nine lightning round. Uh, again, we, we're hoping to keep that going for, for this year as well. We may have some repeat guests, uh, though, but uh, you always come up with some some great questions in the back nine lightning round. Anyways, as uh, you know, it's not very rapid fire. We like to say lightning round to be quick, 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 but no, it sometimes takes 30, 40 minutes, but uh, it helps <laughs> us get to know our guests uh, a little bit better. And one other, uh, I mean, all of our guests last year, we're, we're so thankful for them for them coming on. Um, you can check out the, the whole lineup again. It'll be great to refresh yourself with some great memories from, from season one. Uh, but Timmy G, we had Timmy G, legend of St. James. Uh, he's also a past president at a Cinnaboy Golf Club. He worked there for years, and he's, uh, he's one of the, the more fun people to be around. And we got to do a live episode. So hopefully we'll be able to, to do something like that again this season. Uh, I would love to do that. That was a whole lot of fun. We were at Fourth Line uh, Pub and Grill. Uh, in just uh, north of Ness, Ness and Surgeon, uh, Fourth Line Pub and Grill, and maybe actually chat with uh, one of the owners there because he's uh, he's big into golf as well as well uh, a hockey player himself, an old guy, an old timer, but uh, I'm, I'm sure he he has a few stories. So we'll see if we can maybe get out to Fourth Line, and that's where we met our fanboy Brett. So shout out to yeah. him for uh, for making shout the trek in, having uh, having a few pops with us, and uh, enjoying the uh, the live stream show that uh, that we did at Fourth Line. It was it was great. The feedback was, was awesome. I believe the first yeah. comment we got on that was, why don't you drink that beer? Start drinking <laughs> your beer. <laughs> yeah. Timmy took over the, uh, the mic pretty quickly oh, yeah. there. But, uh, <laughs> it was certainly fun. And uh, it was good to, to toss it around there. 
Yeah, but to, to all the guests again, we really appreciate uh, you guys and gals coming on uh, last year. And uh, we hope to have some more uh, exciting guests uh, this year. And, you know, keep it entertaining. We, we really enjoy doing this. Uh, we kind of mentioned this behind the scenes, but it is a really great creative release for us, uh, especially during the pandemic, to kind of connect with other people and talk about something that we really enjoy and get to flex that uh, creative muscle. So there's, there you go. Another reason why... Uh, why we're doing this podcast and we appreciate you enjoying it and any of the sponsors uh, that do come on we appreciate you supporting them um so uh, a big shout out to our sponsors uh as well and we, we hope to get a, a few more on this year and if we don't hey that's fine too we're gonna keep rolling with it um and uh speaking of uh, from last year jamie wilkie and the Win- new winnipeg dodge he might be coming on again this year as a guest again uh, with another gentleman scott ribble and it's going to be a fantastic episode i know it Right now, I don't know when it'll be coming up. Maybe in a month or so, but uh, there's going to be some there's going to be some conversations uh, to be had <laughs> with uh, Ribble and if Wilkie can come on uh, at the same time because Ribble was Wilkie's caddy when Wilkie won the Manitoba Amateur Championship. Wow. Yeah. So there's there's a good connection there, and uh, we're going to talk about some stuff too that um, I know might make you uncomfortable, Mike, but it's. Uh, It'll, it'll be good. It'll be a good experience. Oh, wow. We've got to <laughs> mentally prepare for yes. this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. He's also another guy who uh, I saw out um, like months and Thursday nights uh, playing some hockey at Allard. So uh, he's uh, he's jacked. He's jacked to be on the podcast. He's been working out for two yeah. straight years. He's also jacked, and he... Uh, He's uh, a yeah. he, he can play he can play a bit of puck and hit a golf ball too. I believe he's a Monday putter guy. So you uh, you probably know the name of Scott Ribble and we we hope to have him on maybe in about a month or so. Um, so so stay tuned. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Did I scare you with uh, that setup? Not really. No, I was. <laughs> you were paying so, attention. Were you? The thing I, I was paying attention was why aren't I getting invited to these Thursday night skates? But uh, <laughs> you, I, I believe what you said is you want to get invited just so you can turn it down. Oh, well, that's probably, that does sound like me. I got enough hockey going just, on. Yeah, just like when you invite, invite me out to play goats, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go out and buy some some equipment. Well, I guess you have equipment. I don't know. Yeah, I, I got some now. Good. Good. Yeah, I had I had a flood and then lost all my gear. Oh, man. Yeah, so I had to get a bunch of new gear. And it's, it's weird. It's, it would be the, the similar to like, you put on new skates and like, these don't feel right. Like I had the same skates for 20 years. I mean, well, maybe not 20 years, but you, you know, they just have that right fit and the feel and you work them in and everything. And then you throw on some new skates. You're like, this is weird. Yeah. I don't like I this. I don't like this elbow shin pad pads. and shin pads. Yeah. I tried to buy three different sets of shin pads in the last year and I've returned them all. I haven't used, I haven't worn them on Why? the ice. Do you find like, they're too bulky? Yeah. So bulky. I find they're very bulky now. I don't get it. And uh, and then the I guess what was funny is like we, you know, I bought these when I was what fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. So they're however many inches, and I've grown considerably since then. And then they're like, <laughs> well, we recommend these. They're a little bit bigger. I was like, oh no, I just want to use those small ones that expose my ankles. Yeah. I want to <laughs> suffer incredibly while I'm out there. I'm used to it. I want to play it this way. <laughs> That's <yeah>. funny. Three, <laughs> three pairs. <laughs> All right. Do you have uh, Do you have anything else, or do you want to jump into the back nine lightning round, the first back nine lightning round of season two? Always got more, Jr. But uh, let's let's jump into okay. the back nine. Okay. So let's go into the back nine lightning round again to refresh. The back nine lightning round is uh, nine questions, I believe. Sometimes it turns into eighteen. Sometimes it turns into twelve. But uh, so it's, it's rapid fire questions, <laughs> even though paragraphs. 
paragraphs yeah, and monologues are produced with the back nine lightning round. One time or a couple of times we've missed questions or right. I should say I have missed questions. <laughs> and didn't, we've got called out on it. Got called yeah. out on it a couple of times yeah. too. The guests know their stuff. Yeah, smart. All right. So do you want to ask me first? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, okay. All right. So, I, well, let's go one by one. Well, you sure. answer sure. and then I'll answer. Sounds good. So the first question, have mm-hmm. you ever got a hole in one? No. No. No, have uh, have been close on number four at a Cinnaboyne uh, a few times, uh, like, like within inches, but never had one drop. Yeah. Yeah. And Same yourself. question for me. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, <laughs> uh, never. Never a hole in one. And uh, really haven't been that close. You know. Well, last year, Hecla. That's the only one that was in, I don't even know, maybe that was 12 inches, 24 inches, 36. You probably were really close to lipping out because it seemed to just roll and roll behind the cup. Like when we were watching it from the tee, I forget which hole that is. Uh, One, two, three, four, five, maybe five or six. And Mm -hmm. we were there. I know the bar cart was there. Um, And you just, we were like, oh shit, this is going to happen. And it just little bit passed behind the hole there. And I was like, oh, that would have been something. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Would have had to, uh, I mean, to, for it to have a hole in one at the Hecla Champagne Championship, yeah. that's, uh, that's a life achievement right there. Yeah, Sandy Kersiba's son getting a hole in one at Echo. That would have been awesome. That was another thing. We were, we were telling the staff that I was Sandy's son. They were buying it. Sandy wasn't there, but that's probably why they were so nice to us. <laughs> the next one here. Uh, what is your preferred golf ball brand or model? So Callaway. So we had the the steeps on, and uh, mm. we're hopefully going to have the Callaway rep on this year. I know Ooh. we're going to have uh, the TaylorMade rep. Um, and the Titleist rep, but we want to give love to uh, a bunch of the manufacturers who uh, keep us out and keep us hopefully in the fairway. Um, the Kirkland rep. The Kirkland. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Kirkland rep? Yeah, that you get them in bulk. There's 20 of them. <laughs> but uh, Callaway, Callaway for me. I don't know why I started playing Callaway when I, not religiously, but I played it quite a bit when I came back from Calgary. And like Chrome Soft or whatever, I just, um, I play them. Like I like Pro V's. I like, uh, you know, Taylor made the TP5s. But for, for me, I, when it's, what's in my bag right now, the, the most balls or the most amount of balls that are in my bag, they're, they're Callaway. I guess the majority of the balls in my bag are Callaway. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the yeah. first episode, damn it. I'm trying to figure out how to talk. How now, brown cow? <laughs> uh, yeah, and myself, uh, I, I, I last season I was always pumping the used Pro V ones, <laughs> eighteen over par balls. <laughs> right, we got a bunch of those made. We should get a bunch more made this mm-hmm. year. Yes, um, I, I got my guy out at uh, the On and All slash Clear Lake Farmers Market, <laughs> and he just has a bunch of egg cartons. Uh, shout out to Dave there. However, he said he was going to shut him and his wife are downsizing, so he what? doesn't have a garage anymore. So oh, he's going he to lost his condo. garage. Oh wow! So he said he might not have anywhere to put his uh, these used golf balls. Could you imagine living below the golf ball guy? <laughs> <laughs> that would be noisy. Yeah, he just dropping balls everywhere <laughs> but uh yeah those work for me or yeah you know tp5s uh got into the kirklands near oh, the yeah. end of the the year there uh um, maybe that's why you started struggling possibly 
Possibly. I don't <laughs> think so. Anything uh, free is what we'll play. If I look at this, I'm, I'm rolling back yeah. here. Is that an activity? Oh, you, you can't hear me. You, you took your headphones off. But is that an activity cube you got there too? Oh, yeah. Just keeps me... Uh, <laughs> Keeps me entertained while I'm <laughs> listening to you banter on the bar on here. Picked up this, uh, now our listeners can't see because this isn't a videotaped, but this is a Kirkland uh, putter. I think it's styled after the Scotty Newport. <laughs> yeah. Picked this up at Costco for Look 135 bucks. Yeah, super soft grip, super stroke grip, sorry, mm-hmm. midsize. And uh, very nice, but... Uh, Bought it for Brett, my fiance, for Valentine's Day. So uh, uh, she she loves it, I'm sure. And hopefully <laughs> she will let me uh, borrow it one day. But yeah, it feels great. Anyways, I have to weren't you shaking? It's to- like the bowling that when Homer got Marge the bowling ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I got my name engraved in it, so you know it's for me. <laughs> That's what he said. But uh, so shout out to Kirkland. I know they have a wedge set too, and I'd be interested to uh, try that out too. But uh, anyways, Kirkland balls. We'll see. I don't know. I don't like to spend a lot on balls, but mm-hmm. I like using nice balls. So used balls are, are for me. Like it. Although I think Luke Valgertson, another one of our season one episode guests, uh, he gave, gave a shit for, for using those balls, but that's yeah. Right. What does he know? What does he know? <laughs> what does he know? Except a lot of old know. golf. <laughs> that was a great episode. Too. That was, yeah, it was. I think that was uh one, two, I think maybe episode three, episode three or episode yeah. four. Yeah. Luke Valgerson, great guy. All sorts of stuff. Well, you had some good stories. Mm-hmm. You know, about getting pressed. <laughs> right. Dale has a banco pressing him <laughs> as a Winning youngster. Money. Like, I don't, I don't understand what this means. I don't know how much this putt is worth. It's like 200 bucks or yeah, 250 still, bucks. For still a don't even know what it means. No, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, moving on here, uh, GR, what is your favorite course to play in Manitoba? There is always going to be a spot in my heart for a boy, and every time I go out there, there's always good memories, and I seem to play better because it. Uh, I guess you could say it's my de facto home course. But if this was maybe ten years ago, I would say Falcon. But more recently, I would have to probably say Hecla again because the memories. But I just really love how the golf course is set up mm-hmm. um, at Hecla, and it's awesome that Sandy is there. I love the resort. I love the amenities like Levy does. And I also heard that what the really weird thing is because it's a, is it a provincial or is it a national park? I think it's a provincial park. Yep. And so they couldn't really do much with the greenery. So Sandy was getting kind of pissed. He's like, look, we have the beautiful lake right here, but you can't see it because we have so much shrubbery. And so I think they actually started giving you some sight lines. So on some of those holes that are on the lake, you can actually see the lake and feel like you're golfing on the lake, Yeah, which is really cool, which makes sense. Like that's, that's the whole, you're on an Island. It's Hecla Island. And you're, you're literally two steps away from the lake, but you can't see it because there's so much shrubs. Yeah. So I think now they, they've uh, kind of changed that. So that'll be exciting for, uh, for this season. Looking forward to that mm-hmm. and looking forward to seeing Sandy hit a ball. Yeah. You've never seen that. Have you? No, mm-hmm. no. I've never seen him in skates either <laughs> in real life. So it's going to uh, be a treat. It will be a treat to see Sandy's show. I've, mm-hmm. I've heard it's great. Uh, and for myself, yeah. Favorite course to play in Manitoba. I'm a big, uh, big fan of the clear Lake golf course. Always right. pumping their tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just 
it was just kind of an eye opener as far as elevation changes. You know, if I was just playing cities around the and or playing courses around the city and then going up there and seeing it, that was pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty short too, which makes it a little easier as long as you keep it within their their fairways. Yes, their greens were can be tricky at times and uh i think they had a tough year as far as some of their greens at the beginning of the year last year so hopefully they come back strong you know they got the big tournaments out there the tamarack uh the gray owl which i think was canceled last year was, yeah uh tamarack i know uh it was rain there was a lot of rain last year there um but yeah i'd say clear like golf course um we only played St. Chuck's once last year, but that was, that was a pretty neat treat. Yes. Yeah. Um, as far as within the province courses, but yeah. And, uh, and I've coming around, coming around on the bone, the bone yard there. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty, always a great time at the bone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the biggest. And that's what I always found is there's, there's some great people that are, that are around there and been around there forever and are still around, uh, which make it a big treat. And you mentioned Clear Lake and I popped my Clear Lake cherry. Uh, this past season. And I will say you provided some amazing caddy notes. So again, you can hit us up Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, FaxLine. Uh, if you are playing Clear Lake for the first time, ask for Mike's caddy notes because they are oh, yeah. phenomenal. My crib notes. Yes. It, it helped me a lot because with the elevation changes, you don't know. No. But with you, like or- on the tee, you were like, yeah, hit it there. And sometimes I would hit it there. I'm like, he was right. And or, then most or, of the times I didn't hit it where you're, I was or supposed reach to, out to, uh, Bobby Ewell, Bobby, Bobby Ewell, Bobby Ewell. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she probably has some better notes than I do. She does another guest and she's an, a fantastic golfer. And I think this is her senior year at Longwood, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to, I forget what their team name is, like what their mascot is, um, but anyways, shout out to them. Know. Yeah. The, uh, Longhorn. I think it's long, long, longwood longhorns. <laughs> we'll have to uh, look that one up, but uh, certainly was good talking to her. Yes, and uh, yeah, about her having subway on the course. That was that was pretty funny. But uh, next one here, bucket list course in Manitoba that you have never played, but you'd like to get out to. It would now that I, I've heard a lot about Oak Island, I think that would be it. Um, but also Buffalo Point, because oh, yeah. I haven't I haven't played that yet. So I would say yeah. I would say maybe Buffalo Point. Very nice, very mm. nice out there. Kind of good setup with the resort, and you can um, you can usually get a good stay and play deal, and uh, you know get three rounds in a weekend kind of thing, for for like. Under two hundred dollars oh, with good. stay or something. A family place, it's crazy can like bring, that. Can you bring the family? I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Absolutely, you can bring the family. <laughs> yeah, they have, I think uh, there's there's some there could be some rowdies out there too. But um, I can but I can a handle rowdies place too. Yeah. We went there one year and uh, there was there was a park. There was a nice park, <laughs> and a beach, some foliage, <laughs> foliage. Do they have an, a nineteenth hole there? That's correct. Yeah. Mm. Right out, uh, back of the, back of the lounge area, there is a, uh, a 19th hole and it's kind of like an Island green, I oh, think, nice. or a peninsula green. I'm not sure. 
there's a little, so you pay like $5 a ball. And then I think you must maybe win something if you get it on. You'd hope maybe just a, a donation. Maybe a free beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah I, already, I already gave you 200 bucks for the weekend. Here's a fiver so I can lose this golf ball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Supply your own ball too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for me, Oak Island, looking forward, looking forward to getting out there. Uh, Gilbert Plains was mentioned a lot last mm, year. Right. And uh, only an hour, I think, north of Clear Lake. Didn't get up there the, the week that I wanted to uh, when I was up there on holidays. But, uh, but yeah, I heard it's a very challenging course. Uh, you know, lots of lots of crazy dog legs. Uh elevation changes like almost like uh you're standing at the bottom of spring hill and you're looking up you need like a chairlift to get up there is what i've told but uh that sounds that sounds fun um yeah there's so many courses to get mm-hmm. to in manitoba that we we have yet to play niaqua i'd like to i've never played mm-hmm. niaqua Ditto, That'd be right. one, in, one in the city that i'd like to mm-hmm. to get to and uh what's the one twags at uh, Rose, Rosen, Rosenberg, oh, Ross, Rossmere. <laughs> oh, Rossmere. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, we'll have to get out there. He invited me a few times, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, have to make some make some time. Our schedules don't always align, mm. but um, so Jr. Moving on. What is the most memorable course that you've ever played? Well, it's both the most memorable and uh, the one I forgot. But uh, Spy Spyglass. <laughs> played Spyglass Hill. Uh, we tried to get on at Pebble Beach um, and ended up playing Spyglass, but just the scenery there, like it's, it's, it's majestic. It really is. If, you know, b- before you die, if you're into golf, even if you can just go down, um, was it 17 mile drive? I think that's what it is. 17 or 19 mile. I'm pretty sure it's seven. I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah. Playing there was fantastic. I got to play with Mooney and Levens and my father-in-law. And that was a treat. And I forget what like the last six holes look like. So I got to go back there and play it again. And I ended up peeing in the ocean. So there's a video of me Ooh. peeing in the ocean afterwards as well. So uh, wow. you can tell, you can tell where that round went. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was, it was a fantastic time. I think all of us that played there, we have Pebble Beach bag tags now. Cool. Cause we had, we had rental clubs and so they have the little tags on them. And so we stole those and we put them on our bags. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. They usually give you those bags. They usually give Do you they? some I don't souvenirs. Know. It was, I a, it was like if 250. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like 250, 300 us at the time. Yeah. Uh, when we played it, and this would have been, how'd you, did you make tea times for Pebble beach and then you showed up and then they kicked you on the spyglass? No, I forget what went, what all went down. Like I, we, we really wanted to. So I, I was getting married in San Francisco and we're like, okay, if I'm going to be there, might as well try and hit up Pebble beach. And I, I forget what happened with, with the bookings or how it worked out. But regardless, uh, spyglass was, was awesome. And we got to, we were on the course at Pebble beach. Like we were at the clubhouse, the 18th hole there with the water. He got to go out there. And what's interesting about the 18th hole at Pebble beach is when you see it on TV, everything looks so tight around the greens because the grandstands. So when right. you're actually there in person, you're like, where the fuck is this hole? The <laughs> hole is probably like two football fields away from the clubhouse, but it's just because that's the space where they put the grandstands and where the, right. you know, the, the patrons can stand. So when we got there, that was kind of a, a shock, but we got pictures with the, with the clock on the first hole. That's pretty uh, iconic. And then we went and drank tequila on Spyglass. Amazing. Mm-hmm. How about Sounds- yourself? <laughs> well, 
I think we all know the answer to this one. But uh, yeah, a few years ago, was able every to every episode. Uh, there's your bingo card. <laughs> make the trip out to uh, St Andrews, Scotland. Uh, was able to work it into uh, a trip that we had going up there. So uh, basically, I had one day to get onto the course, and um, yeah, it was just me. Nobody else was golfing that I was traveling with. Um, my fiance Brett, but uh, they have the the lottery um, that you can get in on. I think you can actually one of the hotels. I think you can book with them and they'll get you at tea time, but that was, Ooh. that was over my budget. <laughs> yeah, uh, budget. <laughs> so <laughs> over a so, lot of people's budget. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, especially this year coming up with the, the open being there, I think oh, there's a lot of people trying to play it and, uh, going out that way. So there was the, the lottery. So they actually had a website that you could hook up with other people that wanted to play on the same oh. day. So I hooked up with these random people. The one guy was like, okay, I'm going to apply to the lottery. However many, I think it was like two days before, and then they draw and then you find out if you get on. So I was already out there. I only had one day to play find out the day before or whatever, two days before that we, our lottery didn't get picked. So the only other option is to wait in queue at the pro shop and uh, they'll just place you in holes that they have on their, on their, I guess the T times or whatever. Yeah. Like the next sheet or something. And they hopefully fit you in. Right. I think there's a deal with locals too. They can, if you find a local that's willing to bring you on, you can get in with them. There's, there's a few other ways, but I didn't know any locals except my, the person who owned my Airbnb. She's <laughs> like, Oh, if I wasn't working this day, then I would take you out. And I was like, Oh, geez. Well, so too bad. take a vacation day. <laughs> so, so I asked a few people asked around there's the Dunveg and it's a popular bar, like, you know, a minute away from the course Mm -hmm. there kind of went there the night before, talked to some people. What time should I go to the course? Start waiting. Some people were like 10 PM the night before. Some people were like 5 AM. I was like, okay, well I want to play. So I'll go. I picked 2 AM. So Mm -hmm. woke up at, woke up pretty well at two, got dressed really quick. Brett, she came with me. We ran yeah, to the what course. what a trooper. That's, that's the story. Yeah. Right there. That's when you know you have a keeper as a partner. I know. Pretty amazing. We grabbed some beers. We downloaded some Netflix uh, movies that we were going to watch just sitting there. It was only three-minute run from our Airbnb, which was amazing. Cool. Cool uh, little downtown area. And then yeah. it just opens up into uh, St. Andrew's golf course, their old course. And they have uh, seven other courses there. So if I didn't play uh the old course i was going to play some of the other courses but it was so fun waiting in line there i got there i was fourth i think in line and uh there was probably 20 people behind me by the time the the pro shop opened at 7 a.m so it was fun just chatting with everyone a lot of people from the u.s or from the uk or wherever so that was that was amazing and then just getting on the course uh was was great uh the first hole i shot an eight put uh one into the uh what do they call it the uh the creek there um and then uh yeah it wasn't a very good first hole but then kind of got better was really slicing caddy really helped me out but uh unbelievable (laughs) experience for sure so most memorable for sure and ended up and you know shooting under 100 so that was good that's that's solid and that's that's incredible i think that's on probably i would imagine 
every golfer's bucket list is to is to play that course and you got to do it i did what yeah, an achievement yeah. what an achievement indeed. and you didn't pee in the ocean no there was a guy <laughs> surfing what? in the ocean oh, uh, and it was like it was probably like five degrees <laughs> in the morning that we saw him surfing the north sea <laughs> uh, you know a stone's throw away from the old course and the oh, RNA uh, clubhouse there. Ah, jeez. Didn't get in there. No, you, you didn't say you were no. part of a podcast. I guess you wouldn't have been part of the podcast at the time. No. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Maybe now you, that would have got you some pull. I don't know. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I'm with the Saudi Golf League. <laughs> the Super League. I don't know. <laughs> that would be an automatic ban. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was fun. And uh, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll, 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 we can have a full episode just on St. Andrews. Yeah, well, I'm sure we will hear it every episode coming up here, season two, season one. Uh, if you go back and listen to those episodes, yeah, on the bingo card, I think at least once you mentioned St. Andrews. I'll try to. Every try episode, to. yeah. Impressive. Uh, moving on then, moving on. What would be your bucket list course? I want to get back and play Pebble. I uh, just haven't been there. Uh, we, we had uh, Augusta. Augusta National come up a lot, which uh, is yes, that would be that would be my number one. But I would yeah. say just getting back to getting back to Pebble would be great. I do want to do St Andrews. I would love to do some of the historical golf meccas, if you will. Um, but I, the more attainable one, I think, would be heading back to Pebble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it looks beautiful. It certainly looks beautiful. And on Augusta, it'd be fun even just to somehow go. You know, yes, put him put in my visitor ballots or what the spectator right. or patron ballots that's yeah, right the patron yeah and then so. yeah you we, we thought you you got us last year because uh we thought you got in yeah <laughs> sadly <laughs> we did not yeah but, uh maybe our me we can get some media passes this year hey we can apply it doesn't hurt that's what? how i got into calgary stampede one year <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't in the media anymore but i still applied for my media pass and Boom, nice. I was in. Just laminate. <laughs> just anything laminated. Did that at Dolphins Country in. Fest one year. Yeah. For VIP passes. But I was working I, in the media at that time, so I wow. just, yeah. And you, anyone can get in there. <laughs> or get kicked out, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for me. Do you me, want to tell that I, story, Mike? No, not today. <laughs> not today. But uh, yeah, for me, I'd say Cabot, Cabot Cliffs. Cabot. Right. Cliffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'd be cool. Just Canada wise. Uh, it looks beautiful and, uh, that'd be great to get out there. Obtainable, like you yes. said, or, uh, the Grove 23, Michael, Michael Jordan's course. <laughs> <laughs> that one looked pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But I think it was the, the one thing that got me excited uh. is your beers were delivered by a, a big drone. <laughs> And uh big drone guy, if you guys didn't yeah. know that already. Yeah. How many drones do you own? Two drones. That, <laughs> my old nickname was Mikey Two Drones, but uh, nobody ever called me that. So <laughs> it never stuck. But uh, I think that'd be fun. Grove 23 mm-hmm. playing with MJ. That would be something, except uh, we'd be like, listen, I, we can play maybe a buck a hole. Oh yeah. I'm a big gambler. <laughs> I don't know. No money. No money. Uh, buck a hole. Yeah. yeah. I think even then that's pretty steep with the exchange these days. Right. Yeah. How do you, do you take pesos? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't even know where, I think it's in, I don't even know where it is. I should have looked that up. I think it's in Florida. You're the geography guy. If you remember from that's season right. one, you got your geography down. 
I've been playing a lot of uh, not Wordle, but World Oh, and it, it's like a, a daily geography game, and you you guess the countries. So go what? check that out because it's actually really fun, and it's kind of like Wordle, but it's World Oh, and then it kind of shows you, it gives you the shape of the country, and then you guess, oh, and then it, and then uh, and then it tells you how far away from the answer it is, and in which direction. Very interesting stuff. That is pretty so, cool. So I am studying my geography. Hopefully, get a little bit better. Um, still don't know the difference between what is north carolina and south carolina (laughs) (laughs) which way's uh, up (laughs) florida louisiana alabama tennessee speaking of south though what would be your career low round Uh, 78 78 Mm -hmm. i've done it uh, twice i believe i did it not last year maybe the year before uh at at the bone uh for a men's night wow I, i came out um and I did it when I was younger, I, I think. And then, yeah, the most recent one was maybe maybe a couple of years ago because I was shitty last year. I didn't even break ninety last year. Oh man! Yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty awful. But hey, I blame it on myself. I didn't didn't really get out as, as much as I wanted to. I was, you know, doing the doing the dad thing, being being a, a COVID survivor, and just <laughs> trying to. <laughs> do do the stuff that uh, maybe I didn't want to do, but I I should be doing, and, and that's what I did. Yeah, well, that's good. This, this, this year, fuck it all. Gonna... Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be all golf. <laughs> Where's Dad? I don't know. Yeah, but, she's coming uh, out with me on the golf course. That's what's happening. Oh, that's, she's she's yeah. been out a few times at Breezy. Uh, she's uh, yeah. Where else? She's been out. I think maybe just at Breezy. Oh, St. Charles. So one of the times that I played St. Charles last year, uh, she she was out there. We got a few side eyes. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Starting and starting at the good courses. That's good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 78, that actually ties my, my low round. Mm. I mentioned it was at a uh, KP, yes. but that's a, that's a par 69. So there's a little bit of an asterisk there. That's I know fine. some, some people said, you know, remove that asterisk, but uh, that was fun. That was early. I think it was in like April uh, last year and it was like raining. Uh, so <laughs> well, you like to play in ten degrees, don't you? 10 I do. To 15 yeah. degrees. You're that's ideal. Yeah. In. Oh yeah. If it gets too hot, it was over twenty. I just can't handle it. My uh, my brain boils up. <laughs> that's actually maybe another another reason because it was hot last time. Hot and dry. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, or an eighty-two at the Boneyard. That's my my par. Uh, I would say still seventy record. Okay. 78. Sure. We'll take it. We'll mm-hmm. take it. This one, uh, next one I added here as I always like to add a, a wild card question. So we might keep this one in, keep it out. We got rid of the pin in pin out question because right. everyone was for the most part, everyone was pin out mm-hmm. except, uh, called Caldwin Caldwin. Uh, yes. he was pin in. I'm a pin in guy. I think I, I don't know if that's, I like, aiming at something or I'm just uh, lazy to take it out. Yeah. I do like that point, especially kind of when I was playing, if you play solo golf, you usually just leave it in so you can rip around faster. Mm -hmm. But I still love that sound of the golf ball going, going to the bottom of the cup. That's true. I forget it. I think she just have speakers (laughs) on the, on the pole that makes that sound. And then, and then cheering too. (laughs) Yeah, just, just like a video game. <laughs> yeah. 
or the you real suck, thing. You suck, you jackass. <laughs> yeah. uh, so wild card, or uh, so what don't you like about the game of golf, or what would you change about the game of golf? I think professionally it would be like just more, more fun. It's, you know, like I know like these guys are playing for some big money or even, well, I mean, the gals aren't really playing for big money, but more money than we'll probably ever see uh, in, in our lifetime. But it just seems like it, it could be, you know, some more fun, especially knowing the golf that I've seen and grown up with. And even, you know, seeing, you know, CEOs and people who have a ton of money and seeing the, the kind of things that they do on the golf course. I, I, I really think you can kind of pull back some layers there and just make it a bit more, more fun, like not waste management all the time. Fun. Yeah. Like the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the arena there. Um, but you know, just being a little bit more loose with, uh, mm-hmm. with that sort of thing. I think that would be, that'd be cool. I mean, like you, yeah. you had some of the exhibitions on, you know, the, the, the tour pros last year and you kind of got to, you know, see them uh, a little bit more personality from them, but for sure, for uh, sure. I, I think that would be some, some cool yeah. to see a, a bit more of. And, and, uh, less I think adding and some more, you know, some different formats, mm. you know, that's always fun to see, uh, whether it like be teams or, um, you know, a lot ma- more match play stuff. Mm. I think that gets more exciting rather like than a survivor just, series or a Royal rumble. Yeah. With a ladder. <laughs> With a ladder match. <laughs> ladder match. TLC, table ladders and chairs. <laughs> yeah. It's like the well, people that's... always say for the UFC, just just give them weapons. Just give them weapons, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there were more weapons or like if you give them paintball guns uh, while they're playing, I don't know, maybe we got a little bit off track yeah. here. Uh, yeah, there was, I think there that's was a good. good point in there. And then uh, pros for me, yeah, wear shorts. Let mm. them wear shorts, you know. Especially in some me. of the places they play, like it gets really hot. Yeah. I mean, uh, they got some pretty light pants these days, right. and I'm sure they're very breathable and they grow up playing in pants. I know guys that still think they're on the tour and play and play in pants but mm, uh i know someone who does that i guess you do that yeah i do that you? yeah but uh <laughs> that's fine that's fine you got some nice pants but um yeah show some leg grease up the gams and show some legs but uh i think that's what i would change pro pro game mm-hmm. um or change the name you know change the name of golf it's not very oh, appealing that's deep. Mm. Just call it like club ball or whiz ball. Whiz bang. Whiz bang. That, that's a more marketable name, I think. But whiz bang. 18 we could over start whiz bang. Yeah. <laughs> well, even on the, on the amateur level, I think they've kind of loosened it up to where you can actually make some more money as an amateur or just make money, period, or oh. even get sponsored. I, I would have to double check with with the, the rules officials on that. Um, but again, I, I think that's, that's kind of a, a good direction uh, to it and maybe re- relaxing some of the, some of the rules. I know they started to try and do that on, on a tour level. And I think Rory even brought up too, like maybe have different rules for the pros and, and amateurs. It's like the amateurs, maybe less rules so you can have some more fun with it. And the pros, they can, you know, kind of keep it, uh, keep it stuffy, but yeah, on amateur level, I would, um, that'd be cool to, to actually go out and make something like the Prairie Scratch Tour. I think the, some of those guys... Oh, yeah. and, and folks, they might be actually coming out with uh, some money. It'd be nice too to, it's so tricky though with handicaps, if you're going to have like an amateur event for like not scratch golfers, 
um, where you'd use handicaps because then you have people who sandbag and stuff. But there, there might be a fun little, you know, twist on you know your regular shotgun start tournaments uh, to actually go out there and have. You know, I guess there's a world amateur tours they play. There's the RBC Scramble and, and some of those. But maybe there's there's something in there for for amateur golfers to go out there and have some fun and maybe win something or win prizes uh, in a competitive atmosphere. For sure. Glow golf, glow competitive, golf. <laughs> competitive glow golf. <laughs> I still have never played glow golf, and I'd like to. Or have strip golf like uh, Sean Skeen uh, right. did one. <laughs> I had that on my list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coming into the ninth hole at the, Assinibu- the yeah. Royal Assiniboine, and uh, and uh, there were all those old birds were taking pictures. Yeah, taking pictures of uh, you know some some teenagers. I guess they would have been in there early twenties and maybe they're teens. I don't know, but, uh, skiing and skiing and the Poploskis. Yeah. Just coming around the, the bend there with little to no clothing on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they have, uh, they have glow golf at South side. We have to get out of South, oh, right. South side yes. and see, uh, we were in steep mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. she was so kind to invite Andrew us out come. last year and, uh, this, the season kind of ran out on, on us. Yeah. It's our they own did. fault, but thank you very much, Jacqueline. Uh, you know what? They didn't invite us out to the uh, the PGA show out in Orlando either. I didn't get my uh, right. invite. Uh, we should have applied for media passes for that too, but there's always <laughs> time for that. Next year. <laughs> next, next year. year. Yeah. So, uh, well, our flagship question of the back nine lightning round, and I think this is actually one we might have already answered uh, early, but uh, what is your favorite condiment, JR? See, I would bring up the jalapeno ketchup, and I'm still a jalapeno ketchup guy. Um, but we had Adam Spears on, I actually had both Spears, um, brothers on, uh, on last year and he brought up smack dab mustard. And so there was a little sampler packs. So I forget where we got them, but, um, uh, my wife and I, we've just been smashing those smack dab mustard. So I've been, I've kind of turned into a mustard guy. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I was like still on a golf course, I would still probably go with ketchup first. But if like yeah. a golf course had some smack dab mustard, uh, I would pick that over the ketchup. I think you dabble in that. Mm-hmm. You, you, are you at a point where you put a, a jar of smack dab in your bag? <laughs> if it would stay cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it doesn't need to stay cold. I guess not, but mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> maybe it probably does, but yeah. <laughs> we're not refrigeration guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who if you need a refrigerator you could probably uh, hit up uh, belly handro right. ryan bell mr DJ freeze Maytag, mr freeze dj Maytag, that's what it was. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know ketchup isn't my uh certainly isn't my go-to I haven't tried the the jalapeno ketchup um mustard just plain old mustard's my go-to. Love all variations, variations, variations. Yeah, variations. Uh, we'll go with it. That's, that's a word uh, of of mustard. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, a Valentina's hot sauce is my other right. my other go-to Jeez. on the uh, like mm-hmm. the eggs. Love that one and mayonnaise and all the other condiments. <laughs> Big curry guy recently too. Oh yeah. Oh, Good yeah. for you. Then, like like a lot of spice in there, or just like spice mild? circle. Yeah, yeah. Spice okay. circle, butter chicken, alu alugubi. Uh, my pronunciation isn't good. Pakar. <laughs> I know all this stuff. How often but, have you been having that now? Spice circle, probably once a month. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. And there's some naan bread. Naan bread is top notch. Yeah. Either Shout out bread. to Spice Circle, our non official. Uh, sponsor yeah our food sponsor this year so uh, hit them up 
<laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, anyways, I think that's, is that it? That's all. That's uh, that's yeah. nine. I that's the nine, back nine so, lightning uh, round. Our first good. one of uh, of season two, season two, episode one. Uh, and that uh, kind of wraps it up for the show. So no no DQ cakes going out uh, this episode, oh, but uh, maybe oh, we'll man. get it back up for, uh, for the Nick and Nikki group. Uh, you can check them out at uh, DQ Manitoba on the Instagram. And you can yeah. find us on Instagram as well, 18 over par pod. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I don't know. I always forget our handles. Yep. No, that sounds right. Yeah. And then we're on Facebook uh, as well. And don't forget that fax machine too. And Twitter. Mike's been hitting it hard on Twitter. Twitter. Um, yeah, so you just Twitter. just look for 18 over par. You'll you'll be able to find us on on any you'll one of the platforms. Find exactly. Us. Yeah. Same with the podcast platforms. We're on I don't know fucking all of them. Mike. All of them. Yeah. You'll, what do the guys always say? Wherever you find your podcast. Yeah, wherever you find your podcast. Wherever yeah, you podcast. Like wherever you find your podcast. Uh, that's you find it. We really appreciate I, the support uh, from season one. And uh, yeah. we appreciate the continued support here for, for season two. I never thought we'd do as many episodes as we did last year. And I never thought we'd have a season two. Well, I was looking through them. I was looking through them today. I was like, how did we interview so many people? Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> Why do these people want to talk to us? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, looking forward to season two. This is going to be fun. It sure is. And uh, yeah, thanks again for, for tuning in, Mike. Thanks for doing this. This was a great idea to kind of so, so folks could get to, to know us a little bit better. And uh, shout out to our parents yeah, for uh, the, parents. the continued thanks, listenership. Mom, yeah. For listening. Mm-hmm. Dad's still trying to find uh, <laughs> www. Still using flip phones? Yeah. <laughs> He's got his, raz- his Motorola Razor. Uh, yeah. But uh, what was he going to say? Oh, yeah. Lots of good guests coming up. Season two. Yes. So. Yeah. We got a lot of good guests in the works. Uh, hopefully they, uh, they will, they will pan out and, and come on. But uh, it's funny now people are coming to us to come on the show as opposed to uh, us having to go out and be like, come on, come on the damn show. Damn it. <laughs> That's pretty much how our request would go. Yeah. All right. Well, let's have some fun. Uh, season two, 18 over par podcast. Thanks again uh, for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. So long. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats. <laughs>